world, it's the ladies of Nerditude again. My name is Jill. My name is Barbie. I mean, Francine. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. <laughs> We're going to talk about Barbie. Oh, my God. The movie. I'm so excited. Which I never thought I would be excited <laughs> about. I never thought that you would wear as much pink as you did. For reference. <laughs> it wasn't even that much. <laughs> I had a little bit of pink eyeshadow. I had some pink sparkles on my black nails. And I had the pink, the soles of my sneakers were pink. That was a lot of pink That is you. literally all the pink I had. <laughs> I have never been a Barbie girl. That was like a lot of, that was more pink than I ever thought I would see you wear at once. So. I took I pictures and, and sent them to people. Cause I was like, <laughs> this is like the only time. <laughs> This is going to happen because I was not a Barbie child. Mm. Were you a Barbie kid? I was a Barbie child. Hmm. Um, I had the dream house. I had the camper. I had the convertible. I had a like Tupperware, like Rubbermaid, like bin of Barbies. And mixed in there was like other toys too, like other, you know, sort of action figure dolls and things Mm -hmm. like that. But I liked Barbie as a little kid. So okay. this this movie was like, oh, it was like geared directly at me. It was like they shone a little spotlight. And were like, <laughs> yes, you are our target demographic right now. Because it was so much nostalgia for me. Yeah. I mean, I had friends that had Barbies. And so, I, like, I remember the pink convertible. One of my mm-hmm. friends had one of those. And, and I, like, if they wanted to do that, I would humor them for a little while. But it just never, I wasn't a doll person yeah. really it, people tried to force it on me didn't pan out i had a barbie that they gave me at the mcdonald's drive through in a happy meal she was dressed like a cowboy was she sh- tiny yeah she was Not really like she wasn't like a regular size mm-hmm. barbie she's like a little tiny one and she had like a she stood on like a platform or mm-hmm. something mm-hmm. but i remember i'm still mad it was because uh, mcdonald's wouldn't give me whatever the toy was for little boys oh uh, it was a gender thing yeah mm. so Mm, that's right. It's like 30 years later. <laughs> Shit is not 30 years later. And I'm still mad. Anyway, so I do own one Barbie now. Mm. Her name is Katniss Everdeen. Amazing. Mm. Does she have a, a... She has a bow and arrow. Bow and arrow. Do they work? I don't know. She's still in her box. Oh, okay. That's fair. <laughs> but that is the only Barbie that I have ever purchased mm. and... Uh, Usually she sits on my bookshelf next to the Hunger Games books. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, uh, yeah, no, I don't. But I, but I remember seeing. I mean, like, how could you miss her? Yeah. Like seeing all that stuff. And I think I had a friend that had a one of the dream houses. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there was a time when that giant pink dream house lived in our living room, and no one really liked it except for me. But it was the best. Putting the stickers on everything when you took it out of the box was, like, one of my favorite parts. Why am I not surprised? Because, <laughs> like, it would come with a whole sheet of stickers and, like, all just the plain plastic that was, like, painted pink or white or black or whatever color it was. And you had to, like, go and, like, stick the stickers on the food in the fridge or, like, stick the little hubcap stickers, like, on the... That was my favorite freaking part. <laughs> I loved sticking all the stickers on everything. Whatever makes you happy. <laughs> it was like, still, even thinking about it, I'm like, yeah, I want to do that again. Like, that was so fun. Um, so, yeah. 
Uh, I did have action figures mm. and, and things like that. I would say my toy collection was more Toy Story than Barbie. That's fair. Um, so I still played like with action figure dolls. Like I had like a little Pocahontas and things like that. But Barbie, for some reason, I think because it, I just wasn't a girly girl yeah. at that point. It was a little too much for me. Yeah. I didn't care if she could change her dress or whatever. So yeah. as a child of the early to mid eighties, um, cause that's when I was born, uh, forever ago in the dark ages. Um, the like eighties, earlies, nineties, like neon Barbies with like the scrunchies and like the, like know, the rollerbladers. The, oh my God. I, those were my favorite. And I loved the, like the, like ball gown, Barbies, like anything that was like a full length, like tulle mm. princess dress. I loved it. When I think about it, I do think, cause I had a pair of roller skates as a kid and I feel like they were Barbie. Mm. Were they like they pink? were like, they were white, but the wheels were pink. And I feel like I remember something being painted on the side of them. And I think it was Barbie. Mm. But I'm not sure because I I was pretty little and I think that was one of my grandmother's attempts to foist make you a girl yeah that upon me make you the girly girl and I only want to roller skate if I can play roller derby so mm-hmm. yeah I had rainbow bright roller skates <coughs> so oh I yeah had... oh rainbow bright <laughs> I had well, each wheel was a different color and they were white did and they like, light up but they did not light up. Hmm. But they were white and they were like the kind that came with the boot that came like all the way up your ankle. And then they had rainbow bright, like on the side. They were very cool. Yeah. I think it was Barbie on the side, but I'm not a hundred percent sure on that, but I think that was probably all I had. Hmm. So, so you weren't big on Barbie as a child, but okay. my bedroom was Barbie pink. Was it mm-hmm. just without the Barbies? Yep. Yeah. And I never painted my room pink. I was a pink accessory person. I painted my room every couple of years and I don't know why, but for some reason you just, it was, it was white with, uh, Barbie pink splatters. Cute. Oh my gosh. That sounds very Clarissa explains it all. Very like, does that sound like something I would have though? No, not really. Uh, No, but so, I mean, that was as close (laughs) as I got. Yeah. So, but, but like when I saw the ads for this come out, I was like, I have to see that. (laughs) Like, what is this madness? Yeah. 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 It seemed so like out there, like zany. I was like, this idea is either going to be like amazing or it's going to be fucking terrible. Exactly. Like it had to be one of the two. It was going to be very extreme. And I saw so much nostalgia in the little like bits that we got that I was like, oh my God, this movie is like made for me. See, and I <laughs> saw those ads and I was like, whoa, they're being self-aware and they're kind of mm-hmm. making fun of themselves. I can get on board with that. But what sold it for me was Kate McKinnon <laughs> because Shocker. everybody knew that Barbie. Yes. Oh, completely. Mm. Yeah. My brother created that Barbie out of my Barbie. I didn't have one, I... <laughs> but I knew kids who did. Yeah. We've all seen that Barbie buried in the mud puddle. Mm-hmm. I had a little brother who loved to like cut Barbie's hair and like draw on Barbie with markers. Literally. So her, she was exactly, and she was always the one that ended up at the bottom of the pile and the leg was like in a weird, like it was a hundred percent real, 1000% accurate. I was like, yup. Uh-huh. 
Completely. And who else but Kate McKinnon would you hire oh God. to play that part? The casting, can we say, the casting across the board was fucking genius. I had, like, no notes on casting. I it was amazing. On, Will Ferrell was my one person that I was like... But for, for who he was playing? Sure. It was like I thought he was great. <laughs> it was like the opposite of Elf. Um, yeah, he was the one person that I was like, Meh. yeah, but you hate Will Ferrell. I do, and that's the the thing that made me go like, do I really want to? Is this going to be a repeat of he the was what? Barely in it though. It was too much for me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. You no Will Ferrell is the right amount of Will Ferrell for me. <laughs> but other than that, no notes on casting. The rest of the casting was genius. I wouldn't change a thing. Um, so from here on out, spoilers for Barbie. I feel like we haven't said anything thus far. I don't that think was so. Like I don't think so. But uh, if you haven't seen it yet and you don't mind being spoiled, strap in with your pink sandals on because it's about to get real. Um, overall, I really enjoyed it. It was unexpected the way that I enjoyed this movie. Did yes. You expect to enjoy it the way uh, that you Okay. Did? I guess like going into it, I was like, what the fuck is this plot going to be? <laughs> Nothing. And then I was like, okay. Cause I was like, does Barbie have a story? And then I was like trying to remember dimly from my childhood. I was like, okay. I remember like she was dating Ken mm-hmm. and then there was somebody named Skipper <laughs> and I, I, and then she was always having like parties at her house and stuff. And you know, then she had her dream house and her car and stuff so i was like but i didn't remember her having like a specific story Mm. so i was like hmm i wonder (laughs) what this is gonna be especially when there's more than one barbie yes so i was like i don't know what's gonna happen i'm going in blind i really enjoyed it (laughs) more than i thought i would and not for the things that it was unexpected there were so many things that i was like oh (laughs) Like, we're commenting on the patriarchy mm-hmm. and, like... It was heavy. And all of these other things. And I was just like, oh. But it was also light enough that I could just go and laugh, too. Mm-hmm. It was fun. Yeah. And it, I feel like it had jokes for everybody's age range. Mm-hmm. Because I hope that the little kids don't know about the beach off <laughs> thing. But, like... It was, like, an adult-oriented joke. Yeah. I was like, whoa. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, I ended up liking it a lot more, but I had I had no idea what to expect, especially like on it because there was Kate McKinnon's Barbie, and then regular stereotypical Barbie, and all these other ones. So I was like, how do they function together in in this world? Is this like the throwdown to the one true Barbie, or like I? <laughs> it's gonna be like the Barbie I don't, Islander. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what did you think it was gonna be? I thought that we were going to the other honestly i thought as like the barbies were were coming out they did like that poster series where they're like she's a barbie she's a barbie like she's president barbie she's a astrophysicist barbie whatever i thought to myself are all of the other barbies in margot robbie barbie's head hmm like there are many, like she is one Barbie, but there are many Barbies. So she like becomes whatever Barbie it needs to be in the moment. I see. That turned out not to be like you know, like she can pull out like astronaut Barbie, and now she's an astronaut because in my childhood brain, Barbie was one person. She always looked the same back then. Like there was one Barbie, 
but she would have all these different jobs. And in my child mind, I was like, how does one person have all of these jobs? She doesn't sleep. Like, how do you do all of these things? Like, how are you a doctor and an astronaut and an author and cowboy Barbie? Like, how are you all of these things? So the only way to like hammer that into semi-reality was it like she holds all of these personalities in her cell. Mm. I was wrong. And thankfully so, because that would have been a really fucking weird movie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how you would write that. Um, But I didn't expect, like, Barbie land, where, like, all of the Barbies coexisted, like, happily. And they were like, oh, Barbie, hi, Barbie. Like, everyone was Barbie, and everyone was okay with it. Because, like, they could tell. And you could say, like, hey, Barbie, and everybody knew who you were talking about. And I was like, oh. Everyone wasn't just like, me? Like, it just, I... Okay. (laughs) Like that was unexpected to me. Um, I also like in my, someone asked me my, I think it was my cousin. She was like, Oh, I want to go see this. Like, should my kids, like, should I bring my kids? She's very young children. Mm. But I was like, after I saw it, I was like, I don't think I would bring a kid. I don't think a kid would really get it. Like, I don't think they, I think two hours is like, they would just stop paying attention. I think that a little kid would be enraptured at first with, like, the look of Barbie land, mm-hmm. but then after that, they, would they wouldn't just yeah. lose the plot. Maybe until the musical number. I don't know. Like That, that was my one thing. We could have just taken that there's out. There's a musical number, folks. There's two. <laughs> there's two musical numbers. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know that this movie is, like, quote-unquote made for... Like, it's not like Shrek. No. Where you go see the movie and, like, the parents and the kids enjoy it's it. It's for people who grew up with Barbie and have now grown up, yeah. I, I would say, more than for kids. Yeah. Although, I and I, like, stopped, I kind of pulled myself up short and I said, like, oh, but it does have really good messages about, like, mothers and daughters mm-hmm. on, like, several different levels. Mm-hmm. So then I was kind of like, maybe if you had an older kid. Yeah, but not, like, five, six. No, but, like, if you were, like, 12, yeah. 11 or 12, like, that sort of tween kind of age, I think it would actually be a good movie mm-hmm. for a mother to bring a daughter to or a parent to bring a kid to. I tried to imagine like a single dad and his son sitting in this movie and like watching it. And it was a little hard for me to like conceptualize in it's my too mind. much Kennergy. I, yeah, that might be too much Kennergy to bring to the table. Um, but I feel like it did have a very strong, like strong patriarchy, you know, feminism message. And then also a really strong, like relationships between mothers and daughters. And I think those two things I did not expect those two sort of like very existential themes to like come together in a Barbie movie. What? (laughs) But it worked. That's the other thing. Like not only did it all come together, but it worked. Amazing. Mm -hmm. This is a feat. That's like a once in a million, like that they pulled off. Yeah, it, it is. It like, it's like, you know, the first Lego movie. Mm -hmm. I was like, I'm sorry. What? And it totally worked. Yeah, they but, made it work. But and for this one, I was like, oh, and I guess now Mattel's going to make a bunch of other movies. And it's like, no, no. I, you're not going to repeat Barbie. Mm-hmm. It's not. You're not going to be as successful. Like, you don't have Uno the movie. Love. Uno the movie. No. <laughs> like, no. That. Horrible. No. I don't even want to go see. No. Just no. <laughs> no. But. Maybe you want to build my own little dream house, though. I mean, like, my dream house, not her dream house. That's a lot. 
<laughs> it's too much paint for you. That's no water. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, I liked how Barbie land was all set up and uh, like, it was still a kid's imagination and mm-hmm. it like, you know, and then she went to bed and then it was morning again. <laughs> and she and, jumped off her roof because you don't use the stairs. Yeah. She, she just like Barbie. floats <laughs> elegantly down. Like and, someone was, yeah, it was genius. Yeah. So and smart. they, and I liked it. All the Barbies were like aware that they were toys, but also not really. Yeah. It was a little toy story ish, but in a good way. Mm-hmm. In like, oh, that's deep. I never thought about it that way. Like, what is the life of a toy? You know, and like, what does that mean when you're like, the person who's playing with me is clearly going through some shit. So in order to fix myself, I have to like, find them and fix them. That is, whoa. I was like, well, okay, if Woody had had that plot moment with Andy at the beginning of Toys, it would be a totally different movie. Oh. <laughs> that would be a completely, um, yes. totally different movie. Um, so I was kind of like, wow, okay. Um, I don't quite understand the relationship between the person playing with the Barbie and Barbie Land. Like, the re- that kind of got a little... I I didn't totally get that either because I was like, so if she represents the stereotypical Barbie, so when you say Barbie and you think tall, blonde, Mm -hmm. blah, 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 that's her. How many fucking Barbies of just that one kind are there? So why is, how is she so like... Are there other Barbie lands or, you know, I had questions about that because, because tell me that only one person has ever been depressed playing with the Barbie. Right. Yeah. Well, and my husband pointed out and this, we had a long conversation about Barbie because this is the Mm. thing that you do. He was like, how come there are only one of each Barbie and only one of each Ken, but then there's also only one Alan because I'm gonna bring up Alan right now. But Alan is like, I'm the only one they ever made. <laughs> and he's like sad and by himself. Why doesn't why doesn't every other Barbie have like, you know, a million copies of Margot Robbie Barbie? Because there's like a million of them. And I was like, you know, I cannot answer that question. <laughs> like if Alan is singular and like feels lonely because he's not a Ken and he's the only one. How come there are so many different Kens? But there's still only one of each. I cannot explain. I don't know. I'm sure Midge is having a pretty shitty time too. (laughs) I can't explain. Um, I don't know. And that, that leads right into your question of like, you know, how many stereotypical Barbies are there and why is she connected to this one person instead of like the million other people at Mm -hmm. any given time are playing with stereotypical Barbie. I don't know. I cannot explain this. I feel like that relationship was a little amorphous. Yeah. That could have done with a little bit of tweaking, but I'm still, <laughs> you still thoroughly. So funny. <laughs> and Alan was my favorite. Of course. Alan was your favorite. Yeah, man. That's fair. And Michael Sarah, perfect casting. Yes. Yeah. Just awesome. His, his eyeliner cracked me up. It was perfect. That was like perfect to the doll. And I was just like thoroughly entertained Mm -hmm. with it. Like he didn't change his outfit. He was, I mean, it was great. Hilarious. I I just, that was one of the things I liked so much was how self-aware it was. And and Alan was like, yeah, I remember I'm Ken's friend. I can fit in, I I can fit into his clothes. (laughs) I was just like, (laughs) but that was literally the tagline of Alan. It was. 
<laughs> I like how nobody wanted to talk to Midge. She just, it was weird. Which I had to do some Googling, right? Mm. Apparently Alan is the dad of the baby. Yeah. So like. They were married. So then why doesn't he ever hang out with Midge? Because she's, but she's not quite ostracized enough to hang out with the weird Barbies. I guess. She's like weird, but not so So is Alan. But like, I'm saying, why isn't Alan around Midge? They live together. Do they? I, I got the impression that they lived together. I don't remember them interacting in the movie, I guess. He was kind of, I think he like came out of the same house. Oh, I missed so that. He was like, maybe, maybe I'm mm. making that up. But like, yes, they were married. And it was like 2003. Yeah. When like pregnant Midge, everyone was like, clutch your pearls, a pregnant Barbie. It's just so fucking weird. Dude. She's too, too much <laughs> teenage pregnancy. And I was like, shh, Barbie's like in her 20. What are you talking about? I can't. Yeah, because it's realistic for a twenty-year-old to have her Malibu beach right? dream house and, and her convertible. And I don't know what she does for work, but that <laughs> house—everything. That's how she affords the house. She's never in her house it's then because, because she has fifty bajillion jobs. Oh my gosh, <laughs> she's so tired. Look, she has so much cool stuff. Yeah, <laughs> look, kids, you can grow up and have a Malibu beach dream house. Yeah. But we're going to worry about the pregnant doll. Can I say realistic Barbie was like the best idea ever because I was like, I could see her in her one bedroom apartment, like stressing about her bills and like pissed off that her student loan repayments are starting. She's taking antidepressants. I completely support this, this Barbie America Ferrara. You're a genius. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You're a genius. Um, but yeah, I if I had to pick a favorite Barbie from the movie, I think I would say President Barbie was my favorite. I did like I love that Issa Rae was in it. She's she was great. great. She was uh, great. And I loved President Barbie because she took no one's fucking shit. True. She was amazing. True. Um if I was gonna pick just a favorite Barbie, I mean like damaged Barbie for sure. <laughs> But of the other ones, I liked, oh. Did you like Dr. Barbie? Did you like, what? I love Lawyer Barbie. She was great when she was like, I can hold both emotions and logic, and it actually makes me better. I was like, yes, Lawyer Barbie. I, yeah. I, <laughs> there's just so many of them. They're kind of like, I'm trying to remember who all was there. So many Barbies. Every yeah. Barbie you could think of. I do remember, and I think she was in there in the background somewhere, but they had the heart of hearing Barbie. Mm, mm-hmm. So I, I like that, by the way, can I just say, I'm also happy they included all of the Barbies. Yeah. Like the diversity of Barbies. That was, was awesome. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah, maybe Dr. Barbie, <laughs> I guess like I thought she was pretty funny. Yeah. But yeah. And, and my favorite Ken, Probably have to be Simu. Simu's mm. a close second. I loved classic Ken, Beach Ken. I mean, he was just Ryan Gosling, spot on with his angry dancing. It was spot on. It was... and if you brought like stereotypical <laughs> Ken to life, yeah, that's exactly what like child me thought of Ken. Like he embodied it. So like what perfectly. he looked like or that he was douchey. Everything. The whole thing. <laughs> like the fact that I would like forget that Ken was there 
Mm-hmm. And like it was just perfect. That was amazing storytelling because yeah, Ken's always an afterthought. Mm-hmm. I was always like, oh yeah, and Ken should probably go camping with Barbie. Like always, I had a million Barbies and like three Kens. Like it was absolutely right. Just absolutely right. And I liked that even in their own world, they're like, where does Ken go at night? And they're like, I never thought about that. I had the same question, honestly. Ken did not live in Barbie's dream house Mm-mm. to me as a no. child. He did not. He was just kind of like, I would like put him on the couch. Yeah. And like, then he <laughs> went home. He's, <laughs> he like, went back him. to the beach. <laughs> and I like put him away. Like I never thought like, oh, Ken should live in Barbie's dream. No, it's Barbie's dream house. Ken doesn't live there. So they were absolutely right. And adult me watching the movie was like, there are no houses for the Kens. That's so weird. And then I was like, no, that's right. It's absolutely like, Unless accurate. you built him something. Yeah. Yeah. And, they never and he sold. didn't have a car. and Right? He didn't have any stuff that came with him. Later, he had a car. He had, Maybe like, he a lives in his car. Like, like <laughs> that's so Ken. When you don't have a beach, when you don't have a job, and your job is beach, you live in your Van car. life Ken. Yeah. Um, later he had a car, mm. but like original, like, you know, earlier, no, he didn't have, a, like, he came with like a surfboard or like a whistle for like lifeguard Ken. Like he really didn't. Wasn't a lifeguard. Sorry. He was a whatever beach Ken. <laughs> My job is beach. Yeah. His job is beach. Um, but no, they made like a lifeguard Ken that had like the red shorts and like, the, I think that was around the time of mm. Baywatch. They made like a lifeguard oh, Ken. Yes. And he had like a visor and like a whistle. Wow. Uh-huh. Maybe, I don't know, maybe like a, like a donut that you like go and save, you know, like a mm. lifeguard something or other. Um, yeah. He didn't really come with a lot of accessories very often. And he maybe like sunglasses or like something like Two that. pairs. Two pairs um, that were the same, but not much else. Sorry, I'm getting a coffee Caffeine. candy. Um, yeah, like he didn't he didn't have as much stuff as Barbie for sure, and he wasn't as cool. He just he didn't do mm. as many things. Even when they had like a Dr. Ken. Like nobody wanted Dr. Ken. You that's wanted just, Dr. Barbie. That's just real life. That's just, yeah, that's just a doctor. Like you wanted Dr. Barbie, and you definitely didn't want Nurse Barbie. But I could get down with Nurse Ken. If it was Dr. Barbie and Nurse Ken, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I thought the the movie, like, captured at least the way that, like, child me understood the relationship between Barbie and Ken. Do you want to stay over tonight? <laughs> Why? I don't know. This is my dream house. It's like... boyfriend-girlfriend. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it was, like, really... I was like, oh, yeah, no, Ken never did stay over at Barbie's house. Like, she didn't want him there because it was her house. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Every night is girls' night. Mm-hmm. And Barbie drove the car when it was like, it was so spot on. It was just so right mm-hmm. to my like childhood sensibility. I was like, yeah, no, uh huh. That's, that's how it works. So, yeah, if children over the world were playing with their Barbies and their Kens that way, I completely understand why Barbie land is the way that it is. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. How did you feel about Barbie in the real world? Uh, I had conflicting feelings. Like mm-hmm. on, on on one hand, it was funny with like the rollerblading stuff. Yeah. And I thought it was not something I would have thought about. Mm. Um, her coming to our world and going, why are men running things? 
and like but why are men running and things? thinking and like going like oh it's lunchtime near construction site i this is a great place to be and i was just like oh no barbie stop no oh no this is gonna take a real dark turn barbie's gonna get abducted it's gonna be really bad barbie's gonna be on the news <laughs> barbie's gonna be on the news um yeah um and I thought it was interesting how, because again, you don't think about them having thoughts and feelings and whatever. Ken coming to our world and going, wait, we can do stuff too. And it's like, now you know how we feel fucker. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. I was, I was blown away. I was like, I was not there. expecting that at all. No, I was like sitting there with my mouth, like hanging open when like they both experienced the same real world and they had complete opposite reactions. I was like, that is fucking genius. Like that. I was just bull. My brain was like, because of course she would be like, what the hell men are in charge of everything. This is stupid. Like we what? How did this happen? And for Ken to be like, wait a second, men are in charge of everything. Holy shit. This is the best idea ever. Like I was like, I could not have thought of that. Mm -mm. That was so clever. I didn't see that coming. I would have never thought of that. And I thought it was so smart to make the Ken's feel like how women feel Mm -hmm. in our world. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It had a very like, legally blonde kind mm-hmm. of undertone to it and that made me really happy because i was like yes let's bring some elwoods like what the fuck is this shit no we're not gonna stand for this i can wear pink and be smart at the same time like i was like yes yes <clears throat> all of the checks like, mm-hmm. yes um and it it made for very self-aware moments as well like what would barbie think she would need to wear to fit in in america a hot pink cowboy outfit of course because if the rollerblade outfits stood out too much the hot pink like (laughs) rhinestone cowboy outfit is clearly the right choice so is his fringe oh my gosh my goodness like you're in america you dress like you're a cowboy obviously you don't it was just it was so great it was so like such a moment to be to be like aware of how ridiculous like Barbie is if she was in the real world. Like it was just so clever. And then them calling her a fascist when she went to the school, I was like, wow, that is exactly. Hi. So again, I didn't do the doll thing. Right. You remember brats? Mm -hmm. Apparently those four girls are named after the brats dolls and there's, and they look like them. Yeah. Sure. I saw that old for brats. So I saw mine, but like I was scrolling through the internet and they were like, Oh my God, they're supposed to be the brats dolls. And I I was like, Oh, sure. Yeah. That has a whole other like vibe to it too. Of like them yelling at Barbie when like they are the like, one of the only other things that like tripped me up though was, I'm sorry, some crazy lady in a pink outfit (laughs) Comes to the school. Cowboy hat. There's no teachers around, apparently. (laughs) Um, And immediately everybody just accepts that she's Barbie. Like, that's kind of... Yeah. Kind of odd. And then, also, we're going to just automatically accept that, like, we could totally just travel to Barbie land and everything. (laughs) And I had questions about the CEO Mm. knowing how to get to Barbie land. Mm. Maybe they have to return the Barbies. 
the ones they capture. Maybe they have to like return. Them. Maybe. I don't know. Cause he was like, just get in the box. But then he knew how to get back there. I did like the self-awareness joke about how we we've had female CEOs before we've had two. Yeah. We're totally like my best friend is Jewish. It's fine. Like, you know, it was very much that like energy of like, yeah. And I liked that Barbie was like, what? <laughs> I loved her look of horror when she like, was like, wait a second. There's not a woman in charge. Like this is Mattel. The place where women would be in charge because women are in charge in Barbie land. How is this a room full of men? Like, how is that possible? And I was like, uh-huh, you're absolutely right. It Welcome is to Earth 666. <laughs> Yay! Um, yeah, no, it was it was great. And her her sort of like awakening as a woman was so impressive to me. Like that was Margot Robbie acting to a T. It was funny. But it also made me have so many feelings. Like when she was like, what do you mean? Like my milk expired because I've literally never bought milk before in my whole life. And like, it's just always. That's how she becomes Harley Quinn. (laughs) It's her origin story. Or like, what do you mean? My like, my feet hurt trying to fit them into heels. Like, I was like, that is just, gee, those moments. Oh, of, like, when her feet went flat and everybody was screaming. <laughs> I was so upset. Because <laughs> how dare, like, now you can't. And then she was trying to walk up to Weird Barbie's house. And she was like, man, my feet are really not made, like, literally not made for heels anymore. Yeah. And I was like, yes. I feel that pain. Yeah. I like she had the cold shower. <laughs> and then she fell out of the dream house. <laughs> it was great. Was just amazing, like that journey of her, like realizing, like, oh my god, things aren't perfect, and like that hurts me. And then she goes to the real world, and things are really not perfect. I liked the banner that everybody made for her. (laughs) (laughs) That's a true friend. That is, and I also like that. Once again, they're aware that their world is not the real world, Mm -hmm. but they know it articulates with the real world, Mm -hmm. but yet they expect that to work in two directions, which it kind of does, but it also kind of doesn't like they're affected by the real world, but their perfect society with like women in charge did not translate over to the real world. And yet Ken is able to bring back all of that toxicness to Barbie land and horses. And then Ken's like mojo dojo casa house <laughs> starts selling in the real world. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, this is horrifying. Like, <laughs> Do you think Mattel is going to make one of those? I kind of hope so. And I also kind of hope not. I know. I was like, I have conflicting feelings on that. Like, but I've seen a lot of memes, which are hilarious about like, you know, like, oh, he brings you over to his mojo dojo costume house. <laughs> and it's like a, like, a like Barca lounger in front of like a TV and like an empty apartment. And I was like, mm-hmm. Yup. That is so accurate. Like what would the real like mojo dojo casa house look like in real life? And it's like single, single man bill. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Man, so funny. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think they they played they like leaned into the stereotypes so smartly, so like cleverly, and I, I was really impressed with that. Um the diversity was great, as you mentioned, and I I wasn't really expecting America Ferrara's character to have the character arc that she did. 
Mm-mm. when they announced like, oh, she's a human. I was like, okay, is she like, what does that mean? Like, I didn't really understand what that meant because like Will Ferrell, they said like, he's the CEO. And I was like, okay, he's CEO of Mattel. Like that wasn't surprising to me, but America Ferrara, they were like, he's, she's a human. And I was like, what? Like, how is that going to articulate with yeah. the rest of the story? And I think her being kind of like the, <clears throat> the voice of like reality but in a good way was mm-hmm. so clever. Mm-hmm. Again, not something I would have thought of. Well, like if I'm going to make a Barbie movie and Barbie's going to visit the real world, like I would think like, okay, America Ferrara's character is going to have to like rescue Barbie. Mm-hmm. And she kind of does. Kind of. But like in a way that was again, unexpected. Like I, w- that's not how I expected it to go. I expected her to be like, no Barbie, you need to like fit in if you're going to live in the real world. So like, let me give you a make under and like try to fix you. No, she delighted in the Barbies being who they were. And she was like kind of starstruck. And then she was like, let me help you. Like, you know how fix- stoned I would think I was? <laughs> if like a six foot tall, like Barbie woman came up to you and was like, I'm Barbie. Well, and then, yeah. And then like, she like takes you to Barbie land. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm dead, aren't I? <laughs> and they just, like, accept it, which, fine, okay, whatever. But to me, that's like, whoa, this yeah. is, you'd have what? Been a, you'd have been a little more, like, out of sorts. <laughs> just a little. They, they bounce back quickly. Just a tad more out of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was, oh, man, it was great. Um, I know people are talking about, like, Oscar buzz around specifically, like, Margot Robbie Ryan Gosling and America Ferrara. See that? Those are the dude's set design. Right? I mean they should definitely win for like costume. The costumes were amazing. They were perfect. So yes, I think like definitely there there should be some some Oscar contention going on for the for the Barbie movie, which again is something I never thought those words coming out of my mouth. I'm like, what am I saying right now? That is so weird. <laughs> I would have never thought I would say Barbie should be an Oscar contender, <laughs> but here we are. Oh man. Um, if you had to pick a favorite part of the movie, wh- what would you have picked as like your standout moment? The party, the party <laughs> when they all have a party at Barbie's house, the angry dancing from Ken mm. with his little plastic <laughs> drink. <laughs> And that's when she starts to slip and she's like, do you guys ever think about dying? <laughs> Did that feel that very, just like-, like that was the part where I was like, this is going to get good. <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. About you. I, this is again, something I never thought I would say it for like real Will Ferrell. Really? Mean, no, not oh. Will Ferrell. <laughs> oh no. Um, but I think it was the, the serenade on the beach. That was pretty funny. I like that just, tickled me to my soul like it was just so funny and it it's part of like them kind of tricking the kens right and like playing on their insecurities and stuff which hilarious um but that idea of like i'm so excited for you to sing this song to me for two hours on the beach i was just dying laughing it was so funny. Like I could watch that moment for like every day for the rest of my life and just be joyful at that like little moment in time it was so good 
and the beach looked so beautiful and the sky, like everything was so beautiful. And then it was so ridiculous. What was <laughs> happening was like so out of control, like silly. It was great. That was, I think that was my favorite part. Mm-hmm. It was just so, it, it made me laugh like so deep in my soul that I just <laughs> genius. Mm-hmm. It was great. And we've all had that guy. We've all known that guy. Ugh, yeah. like, Let me play my guitar and sing. So it was Ugh. so perfect on like so yep. many levels. Oh. <laughs> if you've ever been to a party of any kind, there's always that guy. Yep. You know that guy. You know that Ken. Yeah. No, it just, it, oh man, I was like cackling. It was so funny. <laughs> and there were, there were moments I also really liked how they gave Ken, classic Ken, a lot more like depth than mm-hmm. I expected. Like him being sad that yeah. she doesn't want him to stay or he had getting him. jealous that the other Ken was kind of flirting with her. Like, who are you texting? <laughs> He had like little man feelings. Yeah. And then at the end when, when Barbie was like, I don't love you. And he's like, but you're supposed to, because it's Barbie and Ken. And I thought this was going to be our house and stuff. And I was like, Oh, even though you've been such a dick this whole time, I feel bad for you because he's limited Yeah, by like, because he never really got, well, when the narrator said, uh, it's never a good day for Ken unless Barbie looks at him or something like that. I was just like, Oh yeah, man. Yeah. It's rough. But yet you like, you feel bad for him, but you're also like, yeah, I wouldn't pick you either. Ken, like, you know, (laughs) that wouldn't be my Ken, right? Like I wouldn't pick you either. Ken, your job is beach. What do you bring to the table? Too much beach for you, Ken. (laughs) And right now you're dressed like Sylvester Stallone and I just can't handle this. Oh my gosh. (laughs) At this moment. Um, yeah, no, he was, he played, I feel like Ryan Gosling was the perfect person to embody the complexity, but yet the simplicity of Ken. Like he really, I think his background in comedy, you could yeah, really he like, see. He like dug deep and like found like just the, the nugget in like every single moment that was really genius. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie did it too, really well. I feel like they like studied and were like really invested. I'm not gonna lie. When I heard she was gonna be Barbie, I was like, "Ooh, <laughs> the lady played Harley Quinn," and like, yeah, amazing. She impressed me. Yeah, she impressed me with her. For her, it was the quiet moments that got to me the most. Mm-hmm. Like the the like sort of the the confusion on her face when like. She learned how to cry. Yeah. When she was like, it was just one tear. And then it was like a whole bunch of tears. And I was like, yes. Or when she was trying to describe anxiety, she was like, I have this fear, but it's not a fear of anything in particular. It's just like a fear of everything, like a general fear. And she couldn't put a word to it. But I just, I identified with her so much in those moments where Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, girl, this sucks. Like, it's really hard. And if you've never had to experience before, you are like, what the hell is happening to me right now? Like, why is my face wet? Why am I sad? Like, (laughs) yeah, it was genius. Mm -hmm. When she, when she gave her monologue about like, I feel like I'm never enough and like, I can't really do anything. And she kind of just fell over like a doll, like that couldn't. And I was like, Oh, that's probably my second favorite moment in the movie. Mm -hmm. Because I just thought that was so perfectly executed of like, she's having this human pain, but you remember that she's still a doll. Mm -hmm. 
Like, and all her makeup was gone and like her hair wasn't perfect anymore. And I was just like, I relate like that is just so perfect. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I also really liked the scene with America Ferreira going up there and saying like, yeah, this is what it's like. You, you have to be this, but you can't be that. And, mm-hmm. and all these things. And that was what snapped all the Barbies out of it. And it was like, shit, if they feel like that, it's yeah. not good for us. Yeah. Like you really, you see yourself in them and you see yourself in America Ferrara and you're like, shit, man, life is really hard. And like stuff does kind of suck, you know, it's like, it's a very deep message. And I know some, some people on the internet were like, oh, fuck off, <laughs> like fuck the internet man right now. But some people are like, oh, it's clearly like man hating or like, you know, it's about like women wanting to take over the world and like thinking that they can fix things. And... Well, you know what? <laughs> You've run things long enough. <laughs> Men haven't been doing such a great job. Thanks. Take a look around. <laughs> look where we are. Yeah. No. Um, but I, I would play her speech like every morning to myself because it was spot fucking on that's the thing is that i think all women have felt that at some point i have to be this but i can't be that and if mm-hmm. i'm too emotional then i'm this and you know if i hold people responsible then i'm a bitch and like all yeah. these things like there's no right way to be who you're supposed to be mm-hmm. quote unquote and it's just that's why so many of us are like fuck it like whatever <laughs> I'm not going to be astronaut Barbie. So (laughs) I'm going to be normal Barbie. I'm trying just to be normal Barbie. (laughs) And even that is hard. Mm -hmm. Because normal Barbie is going to struggle with being normal Barbie. Mm -hmm. And And, you know, I knew there was going to be a hate Mm -hmm. for that movie and everything with the people who are like burning Barbies and stuff. Like, first happening? Yeah. What? I did not know about this. I'm um, actually happy that I didn't know, and now I feel really sad. Sorry. Um, no, it's okay. <laughs> Once again, downer Barbie. No, I can't believe <laughs> that. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, people are filming themselves burning mm-hmm. Barbie. We don't deserve to live. See, this is like those people the- who fucking burnt their shoes or whatever. It's just like, okay, and w- first of all, what have you proven? Yeah. Right? Nothing. But um, I think it was Ben Shapiro. He he got a pile of Barbies and what lit them on fire. Fuck? I, uh, and I was like, oh, cause that doesn't seem like hating on women. Right. <laughs> I just, I, mm, clearly they missed the point. They should go see Barbie again, <laughs> again. Cause you missed the point. It went like whoosh right over your head. Yeah. Um, and in fact, they are contributing to the problem that I think Barbie illustrates so well of like, if you make it about us and them, that's where the problem comes in. Right. If you make it about like Barbie is everything and Ken is nothing or like Ken is now everything and Barbie is nothing but there to serve Ken. Like that is where the problem comes from. Mm-hmm. And if the toys can figure that out. <laughs> yeah. If they can figure out that nobody wants to be superior. Yeah. Just want to be. You just want to make it work on the level footing. You just want to like make it work. And, you know, I know that they were I recognize that they were joking at the end when the Kens were like, yeah, so now we can have like a justice on the Supreme court. And the Barbies were like, you can have a lower court justice. (laughs) Like I recognize that that was a joke, Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. But I think people took it a little too seriously and were like, oh, that means that, you know, like, it is a man-hating, like, feminine-centric world. And I was like, no. The joke was that, like, even when you achieve some type of parody, it's, like, still so far off of, like, actual equality. Like, you you missed the joke. Like, it went just whoosh, like, right over your head. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I just, I, mm mm-mm. They didn't get it. They should go watch it again. No. Yeah. And when Barbie was like, I think I'm going to stay in the real world. I was like, Barbie, no. (laughs) Why are you doing that? Barbie, (laughs) no. I will deal with the pink. Like, let me go. Like, (laughs) I'll take her place. I'm not going to be super thrilled about parts of it, but other parts, let's go. Mm, Yeah. But it was a, it was a really good character journey for Barbie. It was kind of religious. It was kind of, you know, like philosophical it was very mm-hmm. deep it, it made me cry a little bit at the end Aww. it did i didn't expect to fucking cry at the barbie movie but here i was crying um but i think like her making the choice to like want to experience everything about being a human knowing that it sucks knowing that you die and you yeah. get sick and you get cellulite yeah right like knowing that it is by its nature imperfect yeah and her choosing that and like accepting that imperfection and finding the joy in making that choice that was really beautiful might not be a choice that i would make but by the time we went on that journey i understood the reasons that she made that choice yeah i i understood why she made that choice but then i had questions again (laughs) where i was like does that mean there's a new Barbie that mm. takes her place. Maybe stereotypical Barbie. Yeah. I. This comes back to the question of the Barbies. Because clearly when she left, shit got wild. <laughs> shit got weird. So did she yeah, no, get replaced? Is there just a Margot Robbie like clone? Because like stereotypical mm-hmm. Barbie always looks like stereotypical Barbie. Mm-hmm. Is normal Barbie going to show up and fuck up Barbie land? Or is that going to be a good thing? Like uh, many questions. Yeah, I know there's no plans for a sequel. Good. This is they like don't, a don't touch it. Don't touch like, it. You know, so they're not going to be like, what does happen when normal Barbie comes to Barbie Land? Um, but definitely, it, it harkens back to that like question of the articulation between the real world and Barbie Land. Mm-hmm. Also, is Barbie Land just out somewhere in the fucking ocean? I don't like, know because uh, they you just have to go past a windmill and but you do have to go to space. You do, and you got to go on a boat i don't know i have so many questions um but yeah i and i had fear at the very end of the movie when she like chooses to be a human i was like and you know we see her getting out of the car in the pink birkenstocks i was like oh no this is gonna be like barbie is now like the ceo of mattel without like any education without and they're gonna be like that's where i thought it was going i was so nervous that we were just like undercutting the whole like point of the movie by like just gifting barbie all of this stuff when she's a human and i was happy that they didn't do that i wasn't expecting her to be where she was no but you know what what's the most human i mean thing it's going to and probably something that barbie has never experienced before because we know that they don't have genitals oh my god so like it was it was really funny it was funny um it was a little weird but that to me is Greta Gerwig, like funny but a little weird, mm-hmm. <laughs> like very feminist, like that. So I was like, yep, that would be what that would be, like absolutely. 
Um, but I was very happy to see that we didn't focus Barbie as a human on either love nor career. Right. Either. Nope. She, she was just normal. Pick, pick between the two. We didn't like, you know, and you, you, Barbie is always defined by either her relationships or her career. Human Barbie, neither. We don't know what she does. I have so many, like, we don't. <laughs> questions about how her life is going to go. Like, she, like, what if she meets somebody, and first of all, his name is not Ken. And he's like, Bob. and he's like, where did you go to school? And she's like, like, how do you tell somebody? Like, I, I was to Harvard. I was a Yale doll. And <laughs> for, like, where are you from originally? Well, Barbie land. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what her life is going to be. And then she gets institutionalized. Yeah. Institution Barbie. <laughs> it's going to be an adventure. And she's ready to go on the adventure with her pink mm-hmm. stocks, which I hella want. <sighs> okay. okay. Pink Birkenstocks. I'll keep an eye out. And if I see them, they're yours. <laughs> I hella wanted those. They were so cute. And I know my husband wanted the I am Knuff hoodie, which they sell. I know. I sent him a picture of it and I was like, dude. I found it on Mattel's website. You can mm-hmm. buy it right now. Retail price. No. That's what my boyfriend's getting for Christmas. <laughs> but it looked so comfy and it soft. It does. It's like fleecy, yeah, but it's like that micro, like mm-hmm. terry. Oh my gosh! And it's tie dye and rainbow. Like I kind of want one. <laughs> Are you Knuff? Maybe I am Knuff. Maybe I'm not Knuff. Now I have existential dread. <laughs> um. But yeah, I just I I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super fun. I felt like I like I was getting like a little class in like feminist, you know, like third wave feminist theory, which again didn't expect that at a Barbie movie. Um, I also loved Rhea Perlman. Yeah, and it took me a while to figure out who she was. It was not very clear at the beginning. Mm-hmm. It really they didn't like hang a lantern like you know right on it. And I liked you. the jokes about the IRS. <laughs> yeah nice yeah and i wasn't sure at the very end when we went into like i don't know the space between worlds and it was just like the multicolored, like solid Mm -hmm. background it was just the two of them like talking i was like oof where is this gonna go are we gonna be like barbie is ascending to like you know the afterlife i was like oh no this is gonna be i mean she's pretty old she is pretty old um, and we know Ruth Handler is no longer alive. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, is she dead? Like, did they kill Barbie? Oh, my God. Like, I was, like, freaking out a little bit. But I really, I loved that, like, creator creation, like, moment where mm-hmm. she's like, let me teach you, like, the fundamental thing about humanity and then give you a choice. Oh, that was so love. That's the point where I was crying. Um, that was so lovely. And like the writers were just so good in that little, like encapsulated moment. It was, that was really, really powerful. To me. Mm-hmm. I had like a little bit of like the goosebumpies. Like, oh, this is such good writing. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that was, that was just so good. There were really good moments in this movie. There were. There were really fucking wacky, weird moments in this movie, but that I was expecting. <laughs> was not expecting the pooping dog. What's its name? I don't know. Turner, Trevor. I can't remember right this second, but yeah, the pooping dog was real. They made it a few times, and that's weird. That is weird. 
It was very weird. I never owned one. It was weird. <laughs> Good call. I understand why Weird Barbie owns the Pussy. She dog. would. I think yeah. it's Tanner. It might be Tanner. Might it's be also just like a weird name for a dog. Yeah. I think it's Tanner. <laughs> very strange. Um, so did you... So if you... Would you recommend Barbie to others? Let me let me start my questions there. I would. You would. Would you recommend would you not recommend it to any specific person? Yes. <laughs> so not to everyone. No. Okay. I agree. I think I can very confidently say like Barbie is not for everyone. No. Cuz there are some people that I'm just like, no. Yeah, no. That this this No. Um <laughs> and I'm not just talking about like 6-year-old children here. <laughs> Yeah, there's some people who shouldn't yeah. see that. Yeah. Um because they're not gonna get it. Yeah. And they're just gonna She's be gonna enrage them. Just yeah, be mad. Them. <laughs> yeah. Um how would you score Barbie? The movie, not the toy. Um, she gets four dream houses. Oh, nice. I think. Okay. Um just because it, like, if it would have been a five, if there had been like a little bit more world building, a little more of those mm-hmm. questions answered kind of thing. Um, you know, plus we had the Alan fight, <laughs> which I was about, and I, I really enjoyed the humor. I wasn't expecting it to be any sort of <laughs> deep or profound or whatever, but it was, but it was, yeah, that and, surprised me, you know, and I was happy with like, yeah, how diverse it was and how they talked about, you know, how Barbie has changed Mm -hmm. over time and things like that. And I just, I had a great time. What about you? I'm going to give her four dream houses and like a camper van. Okay. There's just a few things I would have like either omitted or tweaked. Will Ferrell being one of them. Oh, <laughs> Less Will Ferrell. I'm going to harp on it forever. Um, I feel like his character would have been a little bit more powerful if they had used him a little bit less. I think he would have been better used by using him less. I feel like they went to the same well about the jokes, like, over. Kind of. But I, but I had other questions about him. Sure. Of, like, because when, when they were going to Barbie Land, mm. and he was like, no, I've always, like, wanted to help little girls realize who they can be and all that stuff. And he's like, not in like a weird way. And I thought that was kind of funny, but then I was like, Oh, so does he really like, he's, he's only the bad guy. Cause he wants to put her back in the box. Mm-hmm. But in his mind, he's thinking he's doing her a favor. Maybe. So I had some questions about who he was yeah. and why he was yeah that way. He struck me as like the, uh, you know, um, we stand with like black lives matter when it's like black mm. history month. And then like the rest of the time we're going to like ignore, we're not really going to do anything, Yeah, but like, we're going to say, we're going to like, like perform it, but not really ever do it. That was the the vibe I got from her, <laughs> which again was like so spot on, but I feel like they went to the same, like, you know, like joke over and over again. And that was a little bit, it just took me out of it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I also, as much as I love a musical, I could have done without those. It went songs. on a little too long. If it had been a little shorter, I think I would have enter- been entertained 
Yeah. More. I was entertained at the beginning. Your Kens didn't perform musicals? No, they did not. Uh, Although, now that I'm looking back on it, what an opportunity. Um, (laughs) And I saw, like, you know, it was like... It was like Grease. It was like, um, you know, West Side Story. It was like those sort of studio musicals of the early century. Great. Genius. Really funny. Just a little shorter. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the dance fighting, like the big fight on the beach kind of thing. That could have also been like just shortened. It went on for a little too long. Parts of that were pretty funny, though. Parts of it were really funny. The whole thing, the sequence was just like, oh, man, are we still doing this? Okay. Um... Yeah, there were just, like, little things that I would have, like, trimmed and sort of cut to leave room for the things that I felt were missing a little bit. Like, I still have a lot of questions about Barbie land versus the real world. I still have questions about, like, Barbie and, like, how how she just showed up with, like, no social security number, no driver's license, no nothing, and, like, just, like... She's a refugee. She's just going to live her life now. Like She's from Sweden. Sure. Obviously, she's from Sweden. <laughs> but, you know, like, I just, I, I don't know. And you're right about the sort of acceptance. Like, oh, Barbie's real. Okay, cool. Like, everyone, like, Mattel knew about it. Okay. Well, after like, that Skipper incident. <laughs> that was hilarious. I was laughing so hard. That was so good. Because, um, of course, Skipper in the real world would try to do what Skipper doll does. <laughs> and it would go horribly wrong and the police would be called. Like, yes, Absolutely. <laughs> Um, that was perfect. Mm-hmm. Barbie being Barbie in the real world causes problems in the real world. hundred percent. Great. Um, yeah, just some little things that I would have tweaked here and there. Uh, but I, overall, I loved it. Would watch it again, recommend it to my friends and certain family members. Um, you know, I just, I thought it was great. And it, I left the theater feeling very empowered and very heard, like very seen. Mm-hmm. And I think that's not so, not so common. No. And not something I thought I would have said about freaking Barbie. <laughs> but yeah, I felt very seen. I was like, yes, this is a movie that like shows all of the very like complicated struggles of like womanhood today and in the past and like probably in the future too. Like it really, it was, it was deep. I could see feminism classes, like women's studies classes teaching this movie oh, yeah. in the very near future. You could write all kinds of essays on that. Genius. And that to me makes it like just really, mm-hmm. it was a gem and not like a fake little plastic gem that you like stick on the Barbie dream house. <laughs> no. So go watch it. And what are we going to talk about next time? Oh my gosh. For another change of pace, we're just bouncing all around with our movie choices this summer. Mm. Um, We're going to see Haunted Mansion. Ooh, spooky. We're we're filming this episode, or we're uh, recording this episode early. So it is opening weekend of Haunted Mansion right now. And Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to go see it. uh, Because I I really want to be pleasantly surprised again. I am keeping my expectations in check. That's fine. It's not going to be Muppets Haunted Mansion. I mean, what is? It, there's no way they can if reach that If there's no far. Pepe, <laughs> it's just not worth it. It's crap. <laughs> it's just not going to be as good. Um, yeah, I do not expect it to attain Muppets Haunted Mansion amazingness. Mm. But I hope to be thoroughly entertained for like two hours. Yeah. And I feel like we didn't go to the movies for so long that we're just like, ah, quick, let's go to all the movies. And there's some good movies coming out this side. It's a very good summer for movies. Now imagine, if you will... That 
people paid the writers. I know, right? And we could have this every summer. Wouldn't that be crazy? That would be a world gone mad. <sighs> Wild. <sighs> what a concept. Anyway, okay, step down <laughs> off this soapbox here. It's okay. You stay on your <clears throat> soapbox. I'm supportive of you. I'm holding the sign behind you while you're on your soapbox. Oh, thank you. Yes, yes. Um, but yeah, it's been a really good summer for movies. I hope this continues. It's been a really good summer for TV too lately with some really good mm-hmm. stuff that's been. So we'll we'll talk about that in a future episode. And then you need to watch Good Omens. I do need to watch Good Omens. I will get on it and that will probably be a very soon future episode. I just Good. have to get my shit together. Because I need it. someone to talk to. I know. I know. I promise. It's only six episodes. I can do it. You can. I can do it. I just need to mentally prepare myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe rewatch season one first. No, nah, you do wouldn't. You to? wouldn't have to, but okay. you could. Good to know. Good to know. That saves me time. Mm-hmm. I can get to it faster now. Um, but yes, the, all of that stuff, very, very, it's been a really fun summer. It's been yeah, fun. and in fall, we've got Loki. I know, good stuff. And apparently, Our Flag Means Death. That's the, the rumor, rumor, is that they should be back in October. Perhaps, possibly, maybe. So, a few things to look forward to, too. So, it's just like, we're just, enjoy. We're, we're rolling out the good stuff. Yeah, it's too fucking hot outside, so let's go see a movie. Yeah. Go to the movies, have a cold drink, and enjoy some time with the 999 ghosts. There's always room for one more. Always. I'm ready. Let's go. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.